I definitely will. I definitely will. Oh, pardon me. Look at that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, just like old days. That's the start of our pod. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's do this. <laughs> A made at home podcast by two former radio hosts who crave adult conversation that the walls in the living room just can't provide anymore. So good to talk to you, girl. Oh my gosh. So this has already been an absolutely wonderful experience. I'm so glad we started this and we have to start off with a huge thank you. How do we not? Just blown away by the response to our first little podcast. I mean, I couldn't even believe it. No, we got, we got over 200 and I think 30 listens, 240 yes. even. And we actually, this morning, we ended up 14th on the worldwide mixed cloud, like comedy billboard, I guess. Oh. Comedy oh. countdown. Was oh, good. watch yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, and just, you know what? I, 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 I want to say it because I know uh, a lot of this, a lot of the listens, uh, a lot of the great comments that mm-hmm. we received um, were from our beautiful little corner of southwestern Alberta. Yeah. Crow's Nest Pass, Pincher Creek. A lot of a lot of what we talked about last week was yeah. our experience there. That's what brought you and I together. Yep. Was that location is what built this amazing friendship. And we wouldn't be doing this right here today. No. If we hadn't spent that time in that beautiful little corner. So I want to say a big thank you to all our our friends and and former listeners that yeah. listen to us on the radio down there. Very um, genuinely it kind of put us back in connection with these listeners that we have to, like, we grew so attached. Yeah. It was, it was cool to be chatting with some of them over messenger. Like we used to, you know, throughout live shows or in our spare time, because a lot of these listeners did become friends. Yeah. Absolutely. Friends. Yeah. So, uh, I just want to say a big thank you, you guys, and watch out because <laughs> now I'm ready to go. Yeah, yeah. Like now you're stuck with us again. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so just I wanted to like speaking of the Crow's Nest Pass and and Pincher Creek. Yeah, we've been having crazy weather in well all of Canada, yes. right? Polar vortex, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Uh, here in Calgary, you know, last week we were at least minus thirty five before wind chill. Yep. I'm sure in Saskatchewan, it's a usual minus 55. Yeah. Usually. <laughs> yeah. Right? We've, uh, yeah. In Saskatoon, it's been like minus 55, somewhere in there with the yeah. wind chill. Yeah. See, I've, I'm a Canadian through and through, and that just doesn't sound right. <laughs> Still sucks. But it, but it was funny because I guess it was one day I was, we we're watching the news, and of course, wind chills are everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, they're showing Southern Alberta. Yep. And the news guys, like, you know, whatever, the, the wind gusts in Pincher Creek and Crowsness Pass were off the charts, like yeah. 76 or getting to 100. <laughs> Rogers looks over to me and goes, wait a minute. It's windy in Pincher Creek? <laughs> like, when does that yeah, ever happen? What? what? Yeah. No, it, I, and I have what? to say this, because I grew up in Saskatchewan, and we're back in Saskatchewan now. Yes. And, like... 
people would make jokes about Saskatchewan being windy, but like it ain't got nothing. Nowhere in this province has anything on southwestern Alberta living in the Chinook archway yeah. or whatever oh. it's called. And I will never complain about wind again after living there. You know, like I, I just think about the time, I think it was two Christmases ago, they have that sign. There's a sign. Oh. Uh, going up uh to give you warnings about the wind speed across one of the major highways where people yes. always drive when it's windy and blow over blow over and i think it was two christmases ago it measured like 178 kilometers something like that before the sign blew over so, like coming back here in saskatchewan people are like oh my god there's a wind of like 50 60 and i'm like bitch you're like please nothing I'm going to fly a kite. <laughs> yeah, it, that living in that place has changed my perception of wind forever. Oh, forever. There's just forever. nothing like it. Hey, um, I wanted to just, you know, to stay current and sort of on topic. Hmm. Um, this past weekend was Valentine's Day. Hmm. Uh, did you and Dylan do anything? Is it a big weekend for you guys? What's uh, What happened? <laughs> uh, well, you know, we did do things, but the thing about valentine's day uh this year was dylan before we we had our our celebrations the big <laughs> the biggest thing that dylan asked of me he was like i don't even care if i get a present or anything from you i just want you to remember and like say happy valentine's day because last year i may have genuinely forgotten his birthday <laughs> so um <laughs> that's supposed the guy's supposed to forget yeah yeah um oh oh, and okay to add to my shame just as a little sidebar it (laughs) it wasn't until two years ago we've been together six years that i legitimately remembered what his birthday is oh my god so bad and it's just it's just that I'm genuinely bad with birthdays like there's yeah. no I, I honestly like my nieces and nephews I'm forcibly made myself remember when they are because I was yes. like I can't like same with my family and it finally after like four years of genuinely being like I can't is it the 24th or 25th I don't <laughs> know I finally like sat down and for a half hour it's like March 24th oh yeah <laughs> just repeat and now that. as I say that I'm not yeah, it's the 24th. <laughs> oh my God. If so, this story went the other way around, our li- lady listeners would be livid with your husband. Livid. I know. I know. So, anyway, have. so the point is the bar for me for Valentine's <laughs> was very low. <laughs> you just needed to remember. <laughs> so, um, another thing I noticed. Uh, while we are, you know, doing this is and, and planning our, our podcasts, right? And stuff. I realized um, I've kind of forgotten how to make chit chat. Yeah. Like, I know what you mean? Because you spend so much time now, at least this past year, let's say, right? Like, oh, you don't talk to anybody because right. you're not close to anybody. And like, I think I might've had a mini panic attack at Walmart the other day because people were so close to me. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. I, yep. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm just, and so trying to figure out for stuff for you and I to converse about, I'm like, I don't, how do I, where does this yeah. 
I'm not used to having somebody else re- react to my conversation. <laughs> How do we start? What do we No, I I'm completely with you. Like we've definitely had like at the start of our conversations it's been like eh, 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 ha, how are what do you eh, do you want to my dog <laughs> extension what? <laughs> I'm completely with you. Like it's it's <laughs> it is decimating our ability to just like do like basic small talk. Yeah. Well and it's also making me like, I don't, I don't want to. No. Yeah. Right? No. If any, I yeah. I'm getting like downright antisocial now. <sighs> and, and especially like you were talking about at Walmart. Yeah. At yeah. the grocery store. So mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. this is something that has become a pet peeve of mine is distancing. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think now because everyone's wearing masks that you don't yep. also have to do the distancing thing. And I'm finding that I have less and less patience with it to the point where I'm like glaring at people. Oh, <laughs> I even got, I'm pretty sure I got caught once um, calling a woman something really not nice underneath my mask. The I, word nobody can say? Uh, yes. Um, I, okay. I, I might have oh my and she might have heard me oh no on the other hand we were the only two people in one aisle and she was following me two feet behind oh yeah like i well but yeah jess and that is something that is so not a part of my and your natural personality we are very open to talking to people and strangers and that's always been awesome. But yeah, like, like I, like I said, I think I had my first panic attack in Walmart just because people were too close and I had to leave. I'd leave my cart. I had to go. Yeah, I know it's, it's making monsters of all of us in different (laughs) ways. And mine involves calling a woman, a, you know, you know, I think I'm a boober. So I also wanted to, I want to take the time, um, Jess, to ask you, because last week we talked a lot about um, my move out of radio, you know, the big lifestyle change that was for me. Um, But I don't think I've ever asked you, um, situations are a little different, but like in the past year, let's say two years, right? Um, You've gotten married. Yeah. uh, You've moved provinces. Yeah. uh, you got a dog and you you're changing your career path mm-hmm. and, and trying to find that career path yep. in this pandemic, yeah. um, which scares the hell out of me. Right. So I just, I wanted to know how that's been for you, like right. at least the past year. Right. right. It's uh, yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's definitely been interesting because it's not just, you're right, there's, there's really specific challenges that have come with it in the pandemic, but the larger, the larger challenge has actually been um, uh, kind of, uh, I guess, reprioritizing, um, I, I would say that what's been happening for me over the last little while has been like a huge, really fundamental shift in terms mm. of what my priorities are since leaving media and it's been a really um it's it's been an interesting process let's put it that way yeah um because like when I when I got into media so I did 
six or seven years of media, uh, yeah. either with radio broadcasting or into print journalism. Right. Um, and when I got into that, that was already my first um, career shift away from doing nonprofit work prior to that in my early 20s. That's correct. Right. So when I went into media and I went to radio school and all this kind of thing, I was like, cool, this is going to be the direction where I'm going to find like my lifetime uh, career. And then all of a sudden, after a few years, it became obvious that it was not going to be the thing that can sustain me. It was something I needed to move away from. And um, what ended up happening is uh, actually, uh, I'll, I'll sort of tell the, the, the kind of the key kickoff, I guess, mm -hmm. to, to my really fundamental change. So again, uh, we were in media. I was at uh, doing newspaper work. Yeah. Uh, in Southern Alberta. And uh, towards the end of my time there, my maternal grandmother, uh, mm -hmm. Thelma McDonald passed away. Mm -hmm. She was 90, 90, I believe. Wow. Um, and, and the thing about my grandma <laughs> that uh, was really remarkable is she was, um, First of all, she was a really funny woman without ever meaning to be like she, oh. <laughs> she just gave people joy in like funny ways where she like couldn't hear right. So, you, you know, she'd yeah. plow over people in conversations and she wouldn't like <laughs> I remember when Dylan and I called her to tell her we were engaged. She didn't have her hearing aid in. <laughs> And so I was talking to her and I was like, yeah, we're getting married. And then after about two minutes into the conversation, she was like, sorry, who is this? I was like, grandma, put in your hearing aid. Oh, yeah. and then she was like, I'm really happy for you. Um, oh, that's so cute. But she was, a, she was a person who in ways she intended and didn't <laughs> yeah. um, spread a lot of joy in her life. Mm -hmm. And when she passed away, and, and also I, I will share, her and my grandpa had a, like a legendary love story. I'd love to tell wow. you about it sometime on the podcast, actually. Yeah, yeah. It, it's really wonderful. But they had, her and my grandpa built up this really beautiful life that was filled with all sorts of richness. But they were just farmers. Yeah. They just yeah. raised their family. They just took care of the people around them. And when grandma died it all of a sudden I started to go you know when we were at the funeral and we were talking about the impact that she had by sharing food with her neighbors and talking mm -hmm. with people and being a community builder I went holy shit that's what I want more than anything like when I had been pursuing media it mm -hmm. would be a lie to say if, if I said it wasn't about trying to reach some level of achievement and recognition, I would yes. be lying. Yes. Um, and once I started to sort of think about grandma's legacy and the value of that, you know, having people at your funeral saying like, I will never forget the way that she cared for me by doing these little things with such intention. And, you know, like she would cook for people because she just wanted to care for them. Mm -hmm. And that left a legacy in my, in everyone's life that they'll always carry forward. The more I thought about that, the more I started to recognize that like for most of my life, cause I've always been a really high achieving person, you know, yes, I was valedictorian. Have. I got straight A's, that kind of thing. Yep. Yes. Um, yes. I, I, I've always been 
motivated and I was encouraged to in various ways by Mm -hmm. systemically and all this kind of thing to be a person who is like always wanted achievement. I always wanted to be recognized and seen as being an exceptional person mm-hmm. who had these above average talents, all those kind of things. And successful. Yeah. Right? And all of a sudden, just thinking about that, I went, you know what? I've been spending 30 years pursuing this. Mm-hmm. And yeah. all of a sudden I'm realizing that that's not really something I care about anymore. I, I wanted to shift my definition of success away from being someone that people looked at and said, she's remarkable. Because she's of what she has. Yeah. Or, was, or what you've achieved. Sort yeah. Of? What I've achieved. It's, mm-hmm. it's that. And, and I think it's a very common thing for high achievers to always feel like they have to do that. Yeah. And that's not necessarily a bad thing all the time. Either, not right? all the time, but yeah. if that's if you have no other way of viewing it, and that's what I realized is I had no other way of defining success except for being that girl that everyone knows is smart and everyone knows is this and this. Yes. Um, and, and yeah, and just thinking about grandma's legacy, I went, holy shit, I, I don't have to do that. I don't have to think that that's my definition of success because I see success in my grandma's legacy of caring for people and leaving a mark when she was gone. Grandma left a mark that on so many lives that she wasn't a remarkable scholar or a remarkable uh, talent or entertainer. She was just someone who cared for people deeply and the mark that left was so significant. So what's been happening for me over the last year that's been really exciting and interesting and also very hard because I've had to let go of a lifetime of seeing success in a certain way is now as I'm looking for work um, Mm -hmm. and I'm kind of moving in these new directions, my biggest goal isn't like, what's something that's going to move me forward necessarily in a career sense yeah, or get me to a place of achievement. It's Mm -hmm. becoming what's something I can find that will allow me to have a lifestyle that lets me care for the people in my life and lets me be present and lets me build a legacy like my grandma and grandpa built. And so it's been really hard. I've had a lot of tricky conversations with my therapist about like, uh, how do I let go of that sense of needing to achieve? A lifetime? A a life of 30 years of like, this is what you, this is what you're supposed Mm -hmm. to do. This is how we define success for you. This Mm -hmm. is how you've come to internalize that. Mm -hmm. Um, so there's, there were a few months where I was like, I genuinely don't know how to move away from that, but now it's getting to the point where like, it's nice. Like when I, I think about where I want to go, I just think about like, okay, what's, what helps me be like grandma and it's helping me kind of move. So it's at the point now where, like you said, finding work, it's definitely challenging, but for me, it's, I don't really care where I end up as long as it yeah. lets me have weekends off and turn my brain off at the end of the day so that I can actually like stay in connection with friends, go and do things on the weekends <laughs> when COVID is done with yeah. my nieces and nephews to see yeah. my parents and be present with them. So it's, it's really interesting and it's quite, it's been powerful, I think. Well, wow. Um <laughs> Sorry, that was a lot of talking. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I had, I had no idea, right? And that shift you're talking about, mm-hmm. 
is a massive, is a massive shift. It's huge. It's, it's like an epiphany yeah. at grandma's funeral, right? She left a legacy, yeah. not a company name, not letterhead, not a piece of property. She left, uh, I'm going to get all choked up. Just talking I about know, your grandma. I was going to say, this is making me. She oh. left a legacy and Jeff, it warms my heart. And I think a lot of people need to think a little bit more about this. It is the simple things. It's caring about the ones you love by making them a casserole, waving high, yeah. phoning, just you're, you're like you said, your grandma didn't, wasn't like, she wasn't extraordinary in a, the way society would say people are extraordinary. Yeah. yeah. She wasn't a celebrity. She wasn't. No, but I think we need to pay more attention to people who live their life like your grandma did, because I think that's the right way to live. Thank you. And I'm really excited about your priorities and yeah, being able to turn off your brain and have your weekends off. I think maybe a lot of us are realizing that our family and our friends are what really matters. That's what makes life. And the job is just somewhere yeah. we go during the day to pay our mortgage. Yeah. And I, and I'm oh. realizing that's okay. You, you yeah. put that perfectly. And I, I will, as a final sort of thing to say, I will, yeah. one of the benefits that I've really found has come out of this mm -hmm. is like you said, my appreciation and my ability to find joy in simple things has become something really powerful in my life. Like I, I find I'm actively seeking out experiences that just allow me to feel like I'm just having simple kindness in my life. And yeah. it's, it's trans, you know, I've started baking for people and I've, I'm like, I love giving people cookies and it's my life feels more joyful and more, um, more consciously joyful, mm -hmm. making choices to do those things that enrich my life. And it's, yeah. it's a very powerful thing. And I think it's given me a guidance to move forward where it's like, okay, my, my goal is to have a joyful, a quietly joyful, fulfilling life. And it feels really good. Yeah. And you can still leave a mark when Absolutely. you go, you know what Absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. Oh, I love everything about that story. Thank experiences, you. Jess. Experience. Thank you for asking me, actually. I've never really oh, put that yeah. out and it, it feels really good. And thank you for receiving it so oh. wonderfully. Can I tell you one other thing about our Valentine's Day that yes. is stupid? So, I love it. You two um, are so cute. <laughs> so as, as you know, I have a large collection of, of stuffed animals, like yes. probably too large for a, a woman of almost 32 years should have, but they were yes. all gifts and I'm very attached to them. And we you know, I will never talk about, about your teddy bear collection, which I appreciate. <laughs> I mean, if anyone wanted to judge me for that, like, you know, I can't really be like, that's unfair. Um, I know. Yeah. But so, so we have kind of a core group of stuffies that we call the gang and they're Gosh. the ones that like I legitimately interact with several times in a week we keep one of them in the bed with us because he's like a body pillow he's a big stuffed puppy dog anyway I love him so for like special occasions something Dylan likes to do is get me gifts from the gang oh my so god got me a valentine's card this year from 
<laughs> from Hubert, our stuffed puppy dog. <gasps> yes, Snugglesaurus, our little stuffed, uh, he's like a plastic dinosaur. Millie, the little otter. Yes. Stella, the sloth. Gabe, the bear. And we Gabe. have two seal pups named Herbie and Horton. Oh my gosh, you guys, I think I might cry. That is so cute. <laughs> but oh, I love but it. I genuinely, I, love it. I genuinely worry about like when we have kids, are they going to be like, what the <sighs> fuck is with mom's teddy bear thing? I know. Cause I mean, just because you have kids doesn't mean the teddy bears stop needing you. No, exactly. Right. What am I going to do? I don't know. It's but a lot of love right around. now. Right now. Right we'll now I will enjoy getting presents from the Steffi gang. Oh my God. I love that so much. <laughs> well, I love it. Yeah. Should we move into our end of pod transition here? Yeah. The end of it. Yeah. Okay. What are we going to do for the end? <laughs> yeah, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't write any of that no, Me neither. I, uh, you know what I, I will say to, to wrap up uh, is mm-hmm. genuinely again, let's, let's just reiterate. Thank you so much for listening yeah. and for checking out episode two if yes. you continued on from episode one again we're hoping you do this every week knowing us it'll get a little less timely over time but that's you know that's you fine know us. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll keep letting you know when we're posting and um and courtney think thank you for letting me share that today that was really wonderful yeah it it uh it it, it affected me as well so i'm going to be thinking about uh, grandma thelma today for sure yeah. for sure beautiful we'll, story jess we'll bring up some some grandma thelma stories as well you got to hear some of her greatest oh hits. yeah <laughs> the ones without her hearing aids will be the best <laughs> but uh yeah thanks for everybody for listening and uh we're going to do our best to be back next week yeah we'll catch you yeah. again all right let's do this all right love you girl see ya bye